Oh, hello everyone, it's Susie here, Crypto Granny here. The date's the 9th of March 2022 and the time in Melbourne is 18.19pm. So let's talk about markets. Let's start with the cryptocurrency market first. Let's talk about stats, news and data and derivatives. Then let's talk about what's happening, uh, any very important news that's going to affect the cryptocurrency markets. Then we'll move on to fiat markets, all the fiat markets being equity markets, corporate credit, corporate bonds, swaps, spreads, that sort of thing, as well as the uh, um, commodity markets, as well as the interest rate markets and FX and, and anything else that, that's going to affect cryptocurrency and also what my view is going forward. So the first we'll look at is a 24-hour clock of Bitcoin where it traded last night. The open was 3 hour 429 the high was 41.780 and the low was 38.49, 38.049. And currently Bitcoin, as we speak, is closer to the highs of 41.586. Ethereum at the moment is 2.721 and Binance is around 3.395 and XRP is around 73 cents. If we look at Bitcoin futures and we look at Ethereum futures, we find that Bitcoin futures are very close to the spot price now of Bitcoin uh, spot price and Bitcoin futures are the same. Now, before uh, over time, the last couple of weeks or four weeks at least, Bitcoin futures have been about 200 points or $200 lower than the physical Bitcoin. And interestingly enough, the futures have actually come back up to the Bitcoin physical price, which is very telling. And we find it also with Ethereum spot prices as well, which is a good sign. Uh, if we also uh, look at the overall liquidity in the market at the moment, market cap is 1.850 trill. Volume's up high today, 61.32 bill. Liquidity is higher at 5.353 bill. And Bitcoin dominance, according to Livecoin Watch, is 42.65%. If we go to coin market cap, we see that Bitcoin dominance is there is 43.2%. And Bitcoin, Ethereum dominance is at 17.8%. Now, interestingly enough, Ethereum dominance is coming down, okay, which is there's less buying in Ethereum than there is in Bitcoin. I don't like Ethereum. It's got a lot of problems with it. And I do believe going forward, Ethereum will underperform because of all the other competitors that are much more efficient and don't cost as much. Also, um, the amount of coins and tokens now, according to CoinMarketCap, is over 18,807.5. And most of those coins and tokens, a lot of them are garbology. So probably 96, 97% of them are garbology. So you really need to be careful what you do buy people, okay? And that's why you need people that actually know what you're buying. So uh, let's just talk about general here. We did see that stocks overnight finished lower. We did see that uh, um, commodity markets were up very extremely high. We know that Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov is going to go to Turkey today to meet with the Ukraine Foreign Minister Kuleba, Kuleba to hopefully uh, stop you know this fighting in uh, the Ukraine. But I don't think much is going to happen because of this. We also heard that uh, U.S. President Biden signed an executive order to ban the import of Russian crude. Uh, oil, crude oil overnight, that sort of thing, and oils and everything else, right? If we go to coin uh, crypto market overview, we see 89% gainers vis-a-vis 11% uh, losers. And some of those gainers are things like Just, uh, Secret, uh, Zek. We see privacy coins are gaining for some reason, uh, or Monaro, for example, and that's probably tied up with the Russians using cryptocurrency. If we go to Bitcoin, we see Bitcoin has calls of contracts of 86146 contracts 
vis-a-vis -vis puts of 51.883, which is bullish. If we go to Ethereum, they have contracts of 1.095 mil calls, which is bullish against puts at 388. If we look at the leverage in the market, the leverage is down at the moment. It's 0.19 and coming down. If we look at traders that have been killed in the last four months, $178 million uh, worth got liquidated in a 24-hour clock last night. Uh, across 45,943 nine, 45, traders, nearly 46,000 traders, okay? And it was across Bitcoin, 45 million, Ethereum, 17 million, uh, Luna, 2.66 mil, XRP, 741,000, and AVAX, 531. Now, most traders were actually short last night. The market was rallying up and they got killed, okay? Again, they've been liquidated. If we look at the sectors that are doing very well today, it's art, which is up 6%. Communications is up 6%. We also find energy is up around the same level. We find insurance is up 5.9% and social is 55 If we go and have a look at um, some of the social stuff, we find that some of the stuff that's moving up is Link. It's up 10%. Luxo is up 14.83% doing quite well. Link is very, very cheap, people. Very, very cheap. If we look at energy, power, ledger is up 6%. Grid is up 16%. And sun contract is up 7%. Uh, I do see power ledger being cheap as well. If we go to um, privacy coins, uh, Monaro, as I said, is up about 25%. Zcash is 17%. And uh, Zen is 16%. I don't like privacy coins. I think in a world like this with regulation, privacy coins will be outlawed. Also, when you see them on some of the exchanges, they've been delisted, okay? Uh, if we also look at D, uh, DPoS, which is basically proof of stake, we do see some coins doing quite well. Terra up 17%. Tron's up 4%. EOS up 4%. Secrets up 12%. Zinfin up 8%. And Tezos is up 5 if we go to the Cosmos ecosystem coins, they're up 11% overall, and that's including Terra, 17%, Kronos, Crow, which is 5%, Cosmos itself, 4%, Qcoin, 4%, Thorchain, up 3%, Oasis Network, 7%, and Secret, up 12%. Uh, if we look at DeFi's, we find DeFi's are up 8.6%, and included in that is Avalanche, AVAX at 8%, Phantom's come back a little bit, 5%, and Thorchain is up about 3%. So um, also, President Biden is scheduled to sign an executive order this week, which will summarise the US government's strategy for cryptocurrency. So the order will direct federal agencies to consider potential regulatory changes in addition to national security and economic implications. So we've been waiting for this. Uh, Janet Yellen did say uh, that the approach outlined in the order will support responsible innovation that could result in substantial benefits for the nation's consumers and businesses. Let's hope that, people, because seriously, we need some good uh, good, good uh, stuff to come out from re-crypto to get this market moving. I think the crypto market is extremely, extremely cheap, and there's specific coins that are so cheap, it is a joke, like Chainlink. Chainlink um, often travels the same price as Polkadot, and it is seriously, seriously cheap. They put on two clients a day, and it's an amazing, amazing story. So Coinbase, as they revealed, they had to block 25,000 cryptocurrency addresses linked to Russian individuals, uh, which they believe may be engaging in illicit activity. 
Uh, they revealed that of these Russian individuals, the block addresses represent 0.2% of Coinbase's 11.4 million month transaction users, okay? So uh, again, they were told to do this and they didn't have much choice in the matter. Also, we see MasterCard, sorry, we see Russia um, <clears throat> basically stopping Russian users, Binance stopping Russian users from transacting with MasterCard and Visa card on the platform, effective March the 10th, uh, March the 9th at 10 a.m. Uh, UTC plus three. Uh, the announcement was made by Medans on Twitter and CEO Chang Pang Zhou said the decision was out of his hands. So clearly they're getting uh, obviously government influence to close down any Russian accounts related to cryptocurrency. And we're seeing that right across the board, okay? Also, as I said, President Joe Biden said that he will ban US imports imports of Russian fossil fuels, okay? And this will include, obviously, uh, oil, liquefied gas, coal, anything to do with fossilised fuel. Now, obviously, this is going to push the price of everything up. Uh, it will be natural gas as well. Uh, some natural gas may uh, still be allowed, but the reality is um, I can't see Russia exporting anything to the US, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, because Russia is using this as a weapon uh, to get their own way in terms of Ukraine and everything else. <clears throat> also, Germany relies on Russia's natural gas and they're certainly using any exports as a weapon. And that's why we've seen natural gas go through the roof, oil go through the roof, any coals going through the roof and everything else, right? Uh, Biden said we will see spikes in gasoline prices and everything else just simply because of this, which is unfortunate. Also overnight, the London Metal Exchange suspended trading in nickel because it was an un unprecedented price spike, which left brokers struggling to pay margin calls uh, against unprofitable short positions in a massive squeeze, right? Which embroiled the largest nickel producer as well as a major Chinese bank. So, and we've also seen the Russian stock market it's been halted for about 13 days, okay? So no one can get their money out of the Russian stock market uh, if they're invested in the Russian stock market, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, with the Russians still going into the Ukraine, we don't know when this is going to stop. But, you know, um, according to Ukraine's Digital Transfor Transformation Minister, Alex Bornikakov, the country had been able to purchase much-needed military food and protective gear thanks to cryptocurrency donations, which I've seen a couple of figures, 60 million to 100 mil. Uh, they've been able to access, uh, you know, goods and, and food and this sort of thing in a timely manner uh, through these cryptocurrency donations. Mr. Bornikov uh, said on Twitter space to Cousin, crypto was one of the ways that they could fight back. Uh, also, just to bring to your attention, China joins Russia in pushing Ukraine conspiracy theorists, please watch out for China. I don't trust what they're going to do with Taiwan or anything else. China is also mulling stakes in Russian energy and commodity firms. They are great friends, so don't forget about that. Russian helps its air carriers abscond with 10 million worth of jets. Uh, also, what else we got here? Digital asset investments registered 125 million inflows last week, and those main inflows were Bitcoin, not Ethereum. That's why I like uh, Bitcoin better than Ethereum. Uh, Canadian cryptocurrency mine firm Hive Blockchain has revealed it signed a deal with chipmaker Intel to buy the company's new ASIC mining chips in a deal that would increase aggregate Bitcoin mining hash rate by as much as 95%. And that's a great story there. Now, there's all this discussion uh, out there in financial markets about inflation gripping America and everywhere else. 
Uh, I'm trying to get something renovated here and wood you cannot get for the love of money, seriously. Wood is going to take you eight weeks to get wood, not even old wood, right? And there's a supply chain issue everywhere, no matter what it is, right? Uh, also, gas and petrol uh, are breaking records, nearly a 14-year high, but, you know, we're going back to the 1970s. I mean, even beef and veal uh, has gone up 20-odd percent in a year, and we do see this energy crisis getting worse and worse, Okay. Uh, gas prices basically got up to about 417, the highest we've ever seen. And we've, we've seen Brett crude even get up to $130, right? Which is massive, okay? Absolutely massive. And I'll talk about that later when we go to commodities. Now, Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao, the high-profile billionaire, of course, from Binance, uh, is basically been trying to woo the UK government and officials at Westminster, right? To try and change their view about Binance and what they do. Uh, in his speech, Zhao considered that mistakes being made building the, the crypto exchange into the behemoth it is today, but he stressed he wants to now engage more proactively with regulators, and I think he should do that. I think that's a very good strategy for him, certainly if he wants to become the largest exchange globally, which he is currently at the moment, but if he wants to go more into the UK and everywhere else. Now, also Bain Capital Ventures, the venture arm, a 38-year-old private equity firm, Bain Capital, launched its first cryptocurrency-focused fund with $560 million. I do know Bain, and this is quite amazing these guys have come in. They uh, have been investing in crypto startups for the last seven years, and basically they were exclusively looking at uh, new new startups. And they had an, uh, an, a fund initially of 100 mil, and now they're going and starting up a fund of 560 mil. This is huge, right? Their portfolio includes things such as BlockFi, Compound, Digital Currency Group, Lolly, uh, different types of DAOs. Uh, the managing director, Steo Cohen, said that they've got a, quite a high conviction and they're looking at this multi-decade technology shift, okay? Uh, and they said, we've got a dedicated team and we are dedicated to the fund structure. Uh, and they believe that it's going to be absolutely huge going forward and I believe that as well. Uh, they've been investing in startups for about 10 years. They have about 30 startups over the last two to three years, and they intend to do more, right? This is big, people. This is big. Also, we saw, don't forget, last month, Sequoia Capital launching a, a crypto fund worth $600 million. Now, what do you think that's going to do to the crypto market? All this money is coming into the crypto market. It's all come from the equity market and the bond market. Crypto, in my mind, people, can only go up. It can only go up. We did do some buying today. But in my mind, crypto can only go up. There's a lack of supply of physical crypto on the exchanges, and it can only go up. Seriously, I'll just have a glass of water. Wait a sec. <coughs> also, another um, partners, a uh, part of uh, gaming. Sorry, Griffith Gaming Partners, a venture capital firm specialising in gaming related investments, has revealed the launch of its second gaming related fund. The fund, which was reportedly oversubscribed, managed to raise $750 million to support gaming initiatives, including Web3-based uh, and blockchain endeavours. Now, if you think about where the price of Engine is, for example, it's half price, about $1.37. Engine is cheap as chips, and it would sit in a fund like this, people. It's so cheap. Uh, Griffin Gaming Partners have now amassed more than a billion of assets under management, Okay. And they announced the second gaming fund because they've got so many clients 
that want to go into it uh, and it was well oversubscribed okay so they raised 750 million they're looking at interactive entertainment investments gaming pay to earn all sorts of things right they could even look at music uh, movies and books and whatnot right this sector grew in the last decade 248,000 percent and they believe that this is going to go uh, even more and more and more okay uh, they're not they're a company that intends to make a lot of money and they've got the clients that are, are seriously want to invest in these funds okay obviously it's going to cost you money if you invest in these funds because most funds will take out a 20 percent return of profit and they'll charge you two and a half percent to get in the fund and you need a minimum of five hundred thousand okay that's why our service is so cheap for what we do because also in funds there is lock up you cannot get your money out generally for a year right absolutely not and we are disciplined portfolio managers we're not we're not traders we are portfolio managers and there's a big big difference we look at uh, the different sectors what's going to perform incredibly well because there's new cryptocurrency technology we look at it in terms of risk risk return metrics we look at it in terms of the sharp ratio weightings and it's all about coin selection people all about coin selection so um also this uh griffith Gaming partners also invest in things like Discord, messaging systems, and other things that weren't necessarily gaming as well. So they're in those things early. Now, a Goldman Sachs senior chairman has asked, and I, I asked the same question, but I do believe we'll have a decoupling of the equity market against the crypto market. Why are cryptos not going up? Because of massive inflation. Uh, this fellow was, uh, he's fairly well known, well known, Lloyd Blankfein, who's currently senior chairman of the Goldman Sachs Group, tweeted on Sunday night and basically said, crypto should be going up because we are in hyper massive inflation. And I agree with this guy, right? Inflation is bad for equity markets because interest rates go up in yield and price goes down. But in terms of inflation, crypto should be going up and i think there will be a massive decoupling from the equity market and the cryptocurrency market because cryptocurrency is incredibly cheap and the equity markets globally are very very expensive there's been a 20 year bull run in equity markets on a low or a negative interest rate base or even a, uh, an um even a, a inverse yield curves right under or negative right so interesting, and I agree with this guy in completely. Uh, as the management firm Golden Tree said yesterday, it had hired a fellow called A.V. Fellman, who recently served as Block Tower Capital's co-portfolio manager to be, to be its new head of digital assets. Crikey, we need more women in this, people. So they're going to be uh, beefing up, um, you know, their Golden Tree. They're going to be putting on more people and looking to put more money into the system of crypto, which is great for crypto we need some more women in crypto that's for sure ladies where are you where are you we need more women that's for sure uh also um we see that santander another bank out there which ripple has a very strong relationship with santander was one of the first to use RippleNet, is to offer loans secured by grain based crypto tokens uh, they're offering a new type of loan in Argentina, Argentina backed by tokens based on agricultural commodities, which is smart because we do see soft commodities, agricultural co commodities going through the roof, like wheat, corn, etc. Uh, these loans are going to be backed by tokens tied to grains, soy, wheat and corn. I like this very much. It's a great idea, okay, because inflation is going through the roof. And if, you get, if you've got it backed against wheat, corn or soy, 
you're actually going to make money. Seriously, assuming that inflation keeps going where it is, and there's no reason why I don't think it's not going to. Certainly because Russia export a lot of wheat to the rest of the world, okay? Uh, AgriToken says its multi-chain infrastructure will be built on Ethereum, Polygram, Polygon, and Algorand, okay? Uh, and it's going to be proof of grain reserve. So it's a great story. This one, I wouldn't mind having a look at this. They're going to invest $125 million in Argentina over the next three years. And, you know, also, um, it's also to uh, be invested against inflation because in, in some of these South American countries, inflation is through the roof, people, through the roof. Now, Reuter Protocol, uh, Router Protocol integrates Avalanche to its cross-chain messaging protocol. Uh, router protocols and infrastructure layer enabling communications between blockchains now announced that it's integrated Avalanche's network C-chain to its cross-messaging protocol. And I do like Avalanche, AVAX, we buy this all the time, people. Uh, the users now have the ability to utilise the true potential Aval Avalanche's network by performing cross-chain transfer swaps between Polygon, Binance Smart Chain and Avalanche. And don't forget Avalanche was connected to uh, Ripple as well, and uh, you know um, other things um, you know that are built on Ripple as well. So that's a great story, okay? And we do like AVAX very, very much. Uh, basically, what's available is a proprietary Pathfinder algorithm, DEXs, seamless cross-chain swaps, low fees for asset trans transfers, and fast uh, finality with settlements. Okay, so this is a great story. Very, very interesting indeed. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it's just going to push the price up of AVAX. I think AVAX is fairly cheap at the moment. Also, Mitsubishi UFG Trust has planned to issue its own coin, stable coin, for its own financial uh, operations. It's the largest bank in terms of assets in Tokyo, and uh, they're also embracing blockchain. They may even start offering cryptocurrency like DBS in Singapore, okay? Digital Asset Exchange, Zimpex, has ended in a strategic partnership with Polygon Gaming Arm in an attempt to further exchange metaverse ecosystem across the Asian Pacific region. And that's more more clients of Polygon, which is great. Uh, what have we got? Bitcoin, as uh, co-founder Steve Watsonak from Apple said, Bitcoin is pure gold mathematics. And he's correct. If you know how Bitcoin works, it is incredible. The network is unbelievable. Thailand's cabinet, Kana Rathamontri, has tax has relaxed tax rules for investments in digital assets and cryptocurrencies. They've developed uh, some stuff in terms of making it easier for trading and everything else, and I think they're only going to tax crypto at 7%, which is not as good as uh, the Netherlands, which is 1%. Uh, also, what else we got here? Um, Charles Crony, um, Vice President of Operations at SafeMoon, uh, an old coin project on the Binance Smart Chain, has, developed, has decided to step down from his function. And we're seeing this a bit, actually. We saw... The other day with um, Andre Coronas, uh, he announced on tweet that he was going to complete his college degree. Interesting. Uh, Interactive, Broker, Interactive Brokers is launching a mobile trading app that will allow investors to trade stocks around the uh, world, increasing competition with Robinhood markets. That's interesting. Sydney-based NFT and gaming startup Immutable Secures $200 million funding. We're also seeing, as I said, Avalanche, AVAX have now an incentive program for proof-of-stake ecosystems for more and more people to get on AVAX, and it's a $290 million fund. Uh, we're also seeing Crypto.com announced expansion. It's ongoing partnerships with AFA 
or um, onboarding new clients, Fremantle Dockers, Gold, Gold Coast Suns, Giants and Richmond Tigers. And Tolano NFT Magic Eden has announced a partnership collaboration with sporting entertainment platform Overtime to launch an NFT collection to enhance engagement and exclusive experience. Golly, there's so much going on today. It's amazing. Uh, what else we got here? Um, <clears throat> just quickly looking, we got a lot of information here, but I'm going to leave some of it out, people, because it just goes on forever. Uh, Ocoin, what are they doing? Oh, no, Hubie, no. Nothing there. We know all about that. Oh, yeah, Wirex. Wirex Totem, leading uh, platform payment, is now live on Polygon, which is good for those guys. We do buy Wirex. Uh, let's look at the social media. Lunar Crush is focusing on Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tezos, PancakeSwap, XRP, Decentralized Land, Dogecoin, Baby Dodge, Cardano, Shipper Unu, Rarible, SafeMan, Solano. If we look at the 24-hour hot searches worldwide, it's Soulframe, Immutable, Phantom, Metis Token, Juno, M... Binance and Avalanche, okay? If we look at the most uh, most viewed cryptos on CoinMarketCap, it's Catgirl, Travelcare, Golden Bull, GoCryptoMe, Libero Financial, Aunt Crypto, Bitcoin, Hano, Shiba Lite, Shiba Inu, BitGear and Deeper Network. If we look at the Fear and Greed Index, people, it's 22 today. I love buying when it's 22. Yesterday was 21, last week 52, and last month it was 45. Now, if we go to fiat markets, we see equity markets were off quite a bit. Anything from 4 to 7%, even the DAX was down 15%. Energy was up, we see consumers cyclicals up, but everything else was down. Communication, tele, uh, technology, basic materials, financial services, uh, utilities, consumer defence, and other consumables. Uh, the equity market's still got a put-call ratio 1.95, so they're still incredibly defensive. Not surprising. We do see yields still going up. 10-year bond yield in Australia is at 2.21, up by 10 basis points. Uh, we see in the US particularly, let me go to the US here, down, down, down. The US also, the 10-year is up 6.4 basis point at 1.84, okay? Uh, US yen's 115.762, going higher. Euro yen 109, British 1.31, Aussie dollars at 72.88 came down a bit. We do see the US performing against every other emerging market uh, currency out there. You know, say for example, uh, Turkish lira, the US is 14.54 going higher against the Russian ruble, 130 going higher, okay? And that's not surprising. If we go to commodities, you know, uh, overnight heating wool was up 13.5%, which is massive. Uh, WTI was up 5%, bread oil up 5%, uh, natural gas uh, is at 4.56%, but for the week it's been about 14%, gas was up 3.49%, uh, soybeans was up as percent, corn was up half percent, live cattle up percent, uh, cotton up more than a percent, and if we go to Baltic dry index, that was up a whopping 5%, and uh, also uh, the CRB index, which is Commodity Research Bureau index, was up 1.61%. So we do see, you know, and we also, as I said, nickel was uh, stopped trading because it was basically limit up, okay, and people were getting short squeezed all the way. So yes, we do have hyperinflation, and in that environment, uh, cryptocurrencies should work very, very well, okay? Uh, there will be a decoupling of the equity market with crypto. If the equity market goes down, I believe crypto will go up. There's not a lot of supply on the exchanges. Crypto is extremely cheap, specific crypto. And I believe crypto will go up. 
Anyway, guys and girls, that's enough for me. Thank you very much for listening.